Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. Well, in the U.S., the former President Donald Trump says he's now been told he's being investigated and could face charges related to what I suppose you could describe as the attempted insurrection in Washington when his supporters tried to overturn his loss to President Joe Biden in 2021. You may remember thousands of troop supporters stormed the Senate. Senators in Congress were ratifying the election of Biden. Trump says he's received a letter from the special counsel who's conducting an investigation into to these events. Jack Smith, Brooks Specht is an expert in international relations and associate editor at Daily Maverick. Brooks, uh, good morning. Was this expected? Well, good morning, Stephen. I mean, it was expected. Uh, the timing of it wasn't clear and uh, the specifics of the charges are not yet known. And remember, this is a, a letter that says you are a target of an investigation and pre- pre- presentation to a grand jury uh, pursuant to an indictment, so it isn't it isn't exactly an indictment or charges. It's it's a heads up, you know, we're coming to get you kind of letter. Um, and the the list of charges is 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 not specified, at least not in what Donald Trump has said. Uh, but they include some pretty hefty things, uh, uh, such as corrupting an official proceeding of the government postal and possibly postal and mail fraud and and fundraising, uh, conspiring to defraud the government and to make false statements. Um, And what's the other one here? Wire and mail fraud. Uh, What what does not appear to be in the list, at least as far as people can ascertain from the statements of various parties, is seditious conspiracy, effectively the civilian version of treason. attempting to overthrow the government violently. That that does not appear to be on the cards for, for Donald Trump. Uh, but the others are, are sufficiently serious that it could, you know, it could well be, well, it already is a precedent sh- making or, you know, shattering of, 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 norm, of the norms. Um, the interesting thing and important to keep in mind, this is not the only trial that Donald Trump is dealing with. Of course, there's the one in New York City uh, about the, uh, the the use of campaign front funds fraudulently to pay off his um, the woman with whom he is presumed to have had an affair, the porn star, uh, Stormy Daniels. Uh, there is the other charge uh, in Florida, uh, which is ongoing. And there are there are the possibilities yet of yet others, including uh, at, at the effort uh, to suborn um, government officials in the state of Georgia for uh, to commit fraud and come up with uh, a change in in the winner of the uh, of the voting in the state of Georgia. Uh, it, all of it, you put it together, it's going to be one heck of a busy season. Uh, it's not clear yet when any of these are going to, when any of the trials are going to take place. Although, since the primary season for the Republican nomination for the presidency uh, begins in January of next year, if these two series of events overlap, which they likely will, it's going to be an extraordinary thing to watch. The other thing to uh, point just, out quickly sorry. this this latest uh, set of likely charges. Uh, the indictments and the trial presumably will be in the city of Washington, D.C., uh, which uh, does not like Donald Trump. Citizens, they voted about 5% uh, 
uh, for him in the last election. And so the jury pool can be assumed to be not particularly Trump favorites. Whether you look at all of these charges together, Brooks, um, what works for Trump, obviously, is to blame Joe Biden, the current president, to say that this is a plot now. I mean, there seem to be many plots against Trump, if you believe him. I presume some of these charges he could claim to Republican voters that this is about Biden and some are not. I mean, Stormy Daniels probably not necessarily about Biden. But um, but what happened, you know, in terms of wire fraud, things like that related to the election in 2021. I mean, I presume he's going to claim that's all political. In other words, what I'm trying to get to is some of the charges could maybe help him politically and some would go the other way. Well, yeah, there is the there is the view that uh, everything that that sticks to him as a, as a charge of one type or another helps him with people uh, who are likely his supporters, uh, and that importantly figures in the question of contributions to his campaign, because as you know, you know, money is what makes a political campaign happen, um, not so much the ideas and not so much the values of the candidate, but simply the weight of the money to make candidate uh, visible in the, in the minds and eyes of voters. But it is also true that all of this can, can come, can coming together, tire people out with the antics of Donald Trump. Uh, as the, one of his possible rivals, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, likes to say about himself that he's, he's Donald Trump's ideas without all the baggage without all the chaos and confusion and, and dust-ups and storms that take place around him. And so there may well be an absolute limit to the number of people who can embrace the idea that it's, not, it's all nothing more than a giant conspiracy involving thousands of people and hundreds of federal prosecutors and who knows what else. There's, there's got to be a limit to the amount of that, um, I tell myself. <laughs> In the meantime, Biden himself... Um, is not necessarily the strongest candidate. Um, and it seems that, you know, it could be such a bizarre election to have two uh, old, and I think it's important to say this, two old white men, uh, you know, against each other. And what happened to Kamala Harris? Well, she would presumably be the vice presidential nominee. Again, it's been very, it's very, very rare for an incumbent president running for a second term uh, to drop their vice presidential nominee, the, who was an incumbent vice president. The last one I can think of, just off the top of my head, was was Franklin Roosevelt, who changed his vice presidential candidates uh, three times, I believe, but then he ran four times for the presidency. And Abraham Lincoln changed his vice presidential candidate, too, and that's going back a ways. Um, but uh, Harris... I think other things being equal, she 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 remains vice president and the nom the, the putative presumptive nominee for vice president again. Although there are people who argue that Joe Biden has been a steady president, uh, his success economically and in foreign policy uh, are worthy things to cheer about. But yes, he's old, and oh goodness, because he's old, and if something were to happen we end up with Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris has not made a huge name for herself as vice president. So there is that conundrum too. Brooke Spector, thank you. Associate Editor at Daily Maverick. Really appreciate the time. 27 minutes after six.